You are listening to a previously recorded episode of Lux Life Discovered. Today's guest has an extraordinary story from his childhood in Liberia, his journey to the USA, and wonderful achievements. Welcome Zalman Harris to Lux Life Discovered. Hello, I'm Rick Steiner. We're back with another episode of Lux Life Discovered. I have my co-host Shannon Richmond with me. Welcome back, Shannon. Thank you. I'm always happy to be here. Great, great. We have a very interesting guest today that I'm wanting to know so much more about, and it's Zalman Harris. He's from the 30A area, yep. but um, we, you're a photographer, mm-hmm. so kind of give us a back. We'll just start with, with that part, but there's so many different layers. It's like an onion just to peel back and discover and, and ask you about, so... Let's start with your photography first. Well, thanks for having me. Um, I am a photographer in um, the Destin 38 area. I shoot for um, VIP Destin Magazine. Okay. And I also, uh, I'm a freelancer, so I do a lot of um, other work with corporates and individuals. Okay, great. How did you get your interest, how did your interest in photography develop? Well, before I moved here, I I used to live in Minnesota. So um, I'm an actor. And um, before I became an actor in 2009, I used to rap. So, now we've just gone a whole. So when I left rapping, I, I left the record label. Um, I started my own label, and then I started um, photographing and doing music videos of the the acts that were on my label. And then I just stop doing videography, which I actually love, but then I started doing photography. So when I traveled, I went, um, every time I go overseas and stuff, I just love, you know, photography. And when I came to Florida, to Destin, I got, um, I came here basically to do, um, to work, to partner in the company, not photography. And I realized that I did not like to do what I was doing. And I was sitting on my couch one day pouting and (laughs) I saw my camera bag in, in the corner of the room and I was like, oh. Well, I have a camera bag over there, like about 10 grand of worth of equipment, and I'm sitting right. here, I better, you know, and I just got on my phone and started looking for photography jobs, and I got a call from VIP Magazine, and um, the rest is history. That's how I met almost everybody that I shoot. Meeting. Wow. That's interesting. So you yeah. used to rap. I'm going know, back to yeah. that. We'll get back to the photography. You kind of <laughs> caught our attention. So, yeah, <laughs> tell us about the rap. Um, um, well, I started rapping um, in the 90s in Africa. Um, you're from Liberia. Which yes, way? I'm from yeah. Liberia. Um, so when I was a refugee in Ghana, um, I, I started rapping and and modeling. But I, I, you know, in Africa at the time, we didn't make a lot of money from rapping. I mean, for, from music. You know, you were famous or you were popular um, and stuff, but really didn't make any money. So when I came to the States... Um, I recorded an album. Um, I got signed to this um, independent label in Minneapolis, and um, it was taking them forever to release my album. And I got kind of frustrated, and because I was not the typical rapper who was um, talking about booties and, and, and everything else, I was talking about my life. Right. Um, and it probably, um, I guess it wasn't interesting to them at the time. So... I left, and then I started acting. 
Where, so, and did you act anywhere that we know about? Um, I I do a, a few um, commercials and stuff in regionally around here. Um, I did a movie um, called Into the Void, a sci-fi movie that is on Amazon Prime. Um, I have Amazon Prime. We'll watch it tonight. So yeah, that was the um, the movie that that um, the only movie that I did. I got. I did a lot of auditions for movies down here. Unfortunately, I do not have a southern accent, so uh, I miss out on a lot of um, good roles. Here That's because, a shame. Yeah. yeah, just tell them to dub it. You know, yeah. come on. That's no. so cool. So, did you yeah. get the bug for acting? And did you get that bug and you desired to do that? I think I always loved to act. I, I was just too shy to do it, and I thought that um, I. I was not going to be good enough. And when I finally got, you know, the courage to do it, when I went to this, um, for this audition, and the, for the sci-fi movie, actually, um, he, the director said, I'm looking for somebody with an accent. You know, so You're I was like, like oh. <laughs> you know, so I was like, oh, well, I guess my accent is not going to hold me back. Right. And, and I... I did it, and when I got in the car, leaving the audition um, place, I got a call. You got the role, he said, because you've got just what we're looking for. Oh, wow. Well, I can't wait to watch that. Really? So how long did that last, that particular... Um, like a season or no? It, it's a, it's a, it's a movie, not a not a. Oh, um, a movie. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. movie. So um, wow. I think the entire shoot took like four weeks. How fun! On set. Uh, and I, where was on set? In Minneapolis. Yeah. So they built this whole huge stuff that looked like a spaceship, and um, yeah. What an experience! Yeah. Wow. So how did you end up in Minneapolis from from Ghana? Well, um, after spending 10 years in, in Ghana on a refugee camp, um, or on and off, um, I came to the States in 2000, and I moved to New, we moved to New York, me and my family, uh, my grandma, sister, and cousins. And um, I realized, because we were living in Manhattan, I realized that I did not like that place. It was crazy busy. Talk about um, a cultural what shock. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, because that was like major, a major shock coming from Africa and, and not going upstate New York or going in a quiet place, just being middle of it, yeah. right in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no, I can't do this. So I visited Minnesota where my uncle lived, and he, he said, hey, like, did we, they pay better here. And I went to Minnesota during the summer. It was beautiful. And I was like, oh, wow, this place is just so green and so beautiful. And, and I went back to New York, quit my job, because I was in New York for like four months or so, and moved to Minnesota. And two months later, yeah, it wasn't so beautiful anymore. It got, it got cold, didn't it? It got cold and, and white. And, you know, all the greenery would just disappear. Right. Yeah. So how did you hear about Florida? What brought you to Florida? Well, um, Florida, I came to visit because my godfather, um, uh, who is the pastor of um, the Faith Assembly's um, church in, in Miramar Beach, um, lived here. So we got in contact with them again, and um, I came down for a week of vacation. And we we went to the farm or something to go, and he, I was helping him fix this machinery. 
And he didn't know at the time that I actually went to school to do automotive engineering. So oh. I, I'm kind of good with my hands, even though I don't do it anymore. Yeah. But you can. Um, yeah. Um, I know a little bit to at least change my, my own car oil. And <laughs> more than me. Me too. <laughs> when I, um, after that, we went to lunch. He was like, I was watching you. You're good with your hands. I think um, you should you'll be good um, with my son-in-law coming here to do um, construction. So it's like construction. <laughs> um, I don't Excuse know. Me, but I'm an actor. <laughs> so, so I came down here. They convinced me. I came down here and um, stayed here for about six months. Took the um, construction um, tests, mm -hmm. which is very difficult, by the way. And um, passed them both. Um, a year later, I got my contractor's license. So I, wow. I do have a construction contracting license as well. Wow. And um, Make sure I get your number before we leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I started, you know, working with the son-in-law, but then I realized it was really, really hot here, and I did not like being outside. And you've, you've gone from the nice, cold, white yeah. area to the hot, yeah. sunny. From yeah. one extreme to the other. <laughs> yes. And I was working, I mean, I was working corporate for U.S. Bank, you know. So I came from working downtown Minneapolis to to here outside in the sun, and I didn't really like it too much. Yeah, so. that'd be a big difference. But I love sure. that you're willing to give it a try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. give everything a try. That's yeah. awesome. At least once. Well, and this way you get to experience so much in life, and and know what you want to do, and yeah. and what you don't want to yeah. do. You release your own album? No, have I did not. I did not. I have I have a, a, an unreleased album. Um, <laughs> um, I have a song up that is called War Child, which um, I recorded. I wrote specifically for um, a performance with Luciano Pavarotti at the time before wow. he died. And um, so it, um, I was supposed to travel to Italy and things didn't work out. I don't know what happened. Um, there was some politicking going on, and I did not go. But I still kept that song because it meant so much to me, um, being a war child, you know. Huh. Um, and, and that's how you ended up in the refugee camp? Yes. Okay. Because right. we escaped Liberia that had a 14-year civil war. Wow. Ah. So, okay, I'm going to go in a totally different direction. With everything going on in Ukraine right now, mm -hmm. so when you see all the masses of people leaving mm -hmm. their country and going to adjoining countries and they're in camps, I know what they. What, yeah, yeah. I, does that I make you want to release that song even more? <laughs> I mean, because it seems like it'd be so relevant right you know? now. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right now, because we. I mean, I remember. Um, remember running. I remember, you know, the guns, the blasting, the bombs, and actually it was a bomb that killed my mother um, when the bomb hit the house. So when, I, when I'm watching TV and, and seeing and hearing all this stuff, it, it just hits me because the, uh, I, I literally experienced it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I wow. think it's perfect now to release it. Can you release it? I, I could if I, I mean, Yeah, I mean, so you've got the ability to yeah. do that. Okay, so back to Shannon's question, the photography. So when did you start photography? When you got here? Or no, no, no. I started photography in, in Minneapolis. So I was doing photography um, in Minneapolis on the side. Okay. Um, so I'll say probably around 2007, 2008. Okay. okay. And so then you got here and a big magazine picked you up? Yeah. VIP How magazine. did they find you? Because uh, I, 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 I reached out to them. They okay. were looking for a photographer. And I reached out to them and... Um, 
they they asked me, hey, do you have your own equipment? Can you write? I said, um, I think I can write because I I have written a script for a full length length movie. So um, maybe so like, well, well, come on in and we'll give you a shot. And I went and missed my first appointment uh, for a shoot. Yeah. You missed it? Wait, how did you miss it? <laughs> it <laughs> that sounds horrible. like a good story. Right. <laughs> it was horrible. So um, I was still doing the construction work, and I was all dirty and messy in, in the trenches, and I get a call from Dawn, I think that's was her name, um, and she, hey, Zalman, are you going to the event um, on a, um, today? I was like, well, the event is on the 18th. She's like, yeah, today's the 18th. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I jumped out of the hole, got in my car all dirty, ran home, showered, and, you know, got to Destin. It was actually the Destin ER. It was a groundbreaking ceremony for the Destin ER. And um, when I got there, they were done. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. I'm like, I'm so sorry. And I'm just, just thinking to myself, well, buddy, that's that. you just yeah. do it. That, that's it. <laughs> and then um, the editor at the, at the time told me, hey, don't worry about it. It happens. And they were so gracious. And um, there's another event tonight. Just make sure you're there. I'm like, I will be there. Uh-huh. <laughs> I came to the, the event that night. I came with two cameras, funnily. I was ready to shoot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Am I going to miss a thing? Yeah. <laughs> and then the publisher was like, oh, my God, he came to shoot. He's got two cameras. And it was my first time, I mean, ever doing an event and stuff like that. So I was a little bit nervous, too. And it went well. And um, I sent in the pictures and the um, the article. And they're like, well, you know, this is good. We would like to, you know, do a few more with you and see what happens. And that's Wow. Four or five years later. Wow, that's great. So that's do you great. do anything for others, or is it just the magazine? You I do, do a lot for other people, yeah. I what do. is your favorite thing to shoot? Oh, my gosh. Um, I'll say landscapes and, 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 like, so when I go to Europe, I, I shoot, you know, windmills, castles, and, and, and stuff like that, or street corners, and, and, but I don't get paid for that. That's so, what you uh, love to yeah, do. Yeah, I love yeah. to shoot that. So what I'll do is probably uh, once in a while I'll um, put it on a little canvas and give it to somebody as a gift. Well, that's How nice. What yeah. a nice gift. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, the um, artistic community and Destin 38, that's, there's a lot of talent in PCB, too. Um, so there's a lot of talent here. So have you been surprised by that? I know we have a mutual friend, Maxine, Maxine Orange. Yeah. Yeah, and... Um, so you shot some of her work at her studio and mm-hmm. different events too. Yeah. But have you been amazed at that? It's it's amazing to see the, I mean, the group of people here because there's so many you know awesome artists and it's 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 crazy in other places for the way. You know, there's a concentration of artists here. People will be struggling, but it's like another good. Another good thing is they all embrace each other. Right. You know, there's not. Yeah. There's a competition, but there's really no competition, right. which makes it even you know, awesome, even more awesome because people just 
you know, support each other. And I think that's the beauty of it, and that's why everybody is so successful here, because nobody's really fighting for, this is my area, and, you know, and stuff right. like Isn't that. Isn't that everybody. nice? It is, yeah. And a good example of that is Maxine's studio that she just opened. She has, you know, her area, but she also Have features other, other artists and their yeah. work. And, um, wow, that's you know, a really, lot. Yeah, and so, and then they do pop-up shops. Yeah. Now that's become a big thing everywhere. Mm -hmm. So um, it's, it's interesting to see, yeah. and you brought out a good point. There's a good camaraderie, and there's not like a territorial thing. And no. Like this is my area. Right. Don't intrude. No. You know, don't intrude. But no, yeah, it's, it's worked well. So something else that's also intrigued me about you. Tell me about the boys' school in Liberia that you support, or you. And well, let me say, there was some jewelry that he brought back. Yeah. And um, Maxine had it. And I bought Debbie a skull necklace, and you give. Part of the proceeds that you that she got to to uh, my organization. Yeah. yeah. So tell us about that as well. So Alita's Legacy um, is an organization that I founded, um, named in honor of my mom, and um, we we're, we we were supporting education. Our main focus is education in Liberia because uh, because of the civil war. You know, the infrastructure, the education, the economy, everything. I mean, it was the war, and then Ebola came as well and just devastated the, the country. So they were trying to, to regroup from the war and get themselves together again when Ebola came and, 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 and devastated the country. So it, it, it has caused um, a major, major um, disconnect and setback when it comes to education. And um, I decided that, um, let me just go back. Liberia was one of the places I was never, ever, ever, ever going to visit, ever go back. I was not going back to Africa, ever oh. again. I don't blame you. After you, okay, yeah. after, I, I'd after, probably have to feel like that too, yeah, but. <laughs> after what I experienced. Yeah. And um, out of a sudden, I just got this urge to go back and do something. And um, the school that we, we, we um, are working with happened to be a school that my um, uncle opened way back in the 70s. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. So it's got my family name on it. So that's why I decided that that school would be my first project in Liberia. So what we did was we, um, when we went to, we told them we were going to renovate the place, you know. And um, when the contractor came, he was like, sir, we cannot, the, this place is unsalvageable. We cannot renovate it because the walls back here is going to fall um, one of these days and, you know, hurt these children badly or worst case scenario, kill somebody. So, wow. And at the time, we had only, um, I think, 200 bucks or $250 in our checking account. I just went, I bought my own ticket and just went, you know, with faith, thinking that, okay, I'm going to figure out what's going on, come back and raise this money. And I came back, we raised the money to build the school. We built a two-story, 10-classroom building. Um, oh, nice. Yep. And um, we have um, collapsible classrooms, so when they're not um, having classes, um, that place turns into an auditorium. We brought all the equipment and stuff from, from here, there, so they've got this huge 86-inch TV, um, wow. PS system, um, I mean, AC, everything, which they've never experienced before in their lives, and a computer lab as well. Golly. So we have that's, changed, that's yeah, amazing. we've changed the lives of those kids over there. They're so excited that they have this, you know, all of this to, to start learning, because my thing, my thought was, um, bring stuff 
that's going to open their eyes to the outside world. Because right. you don't know what you don't know. Right. They've never, some of these kids don't even have a radio in their homes, let alone a TV, you know. And they've not, they haven't seen anything outside of the, the slums and the shanty town that they live in, you know. So um, I told the principal and um, the vice principal to make sure that these kids have um, probably every Friday or whatever go to the, um, the auditorium, watch documentaries to see outside and start learning different things because um, it's just going to open the eyes to, and, you know, and the, the minds to, to see and dream right. about things different, differently. Yeah. So what ages are at this school? Um, from first grade, so from six years old to 1920. So full... Okay. So how do you raise money? Yeah. Um, There's so many questions. I know. It's so cool, though. I know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, So I... uh because of my photography, I've gotten to know, you know, a lot of people in in the area um, who... I'll say love me, by the way. And um, so when we invite them to come, you know, for dinners and fundraisers, they, they show up. And, and they're very, very generous. Show up and show out. Yes. That's good. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. That, that's just like giving spirit. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing about this, this community, again, you know, they all rally around each other. Yeah. That is something. That's part of the reason I told Shannon initially that I wanted to start this podcast because I worked here for like I guess eighteen or nineteen months. It seems like maybe somewhere in that range, and just the amazing talent mm-hmm. that I've discovered yeah. all along the Gulf Coast has been phenomenal. And then you meet people, and it leads to another individual or another you know story or business. And then through Maxine, I learned about you yeah. and. It just intrigued me. And so it's amazing how the network and people are so nice and giving and with their time, with their resources and everything. So that was what intrigued me about you. And so there are so many things going through my mind right now. I'm trying to think where to pinpoint what I want to Okay, I want to know about the jewelry and the skull necklace. Do you make the jewelry? No, I do not. Um, I was in, when I was in Liberia in January, um, because Maxine and I, Maxine is looking to help the organization when it comes to arts and probably go to Liberia to go and teach the kids arts for a week or two. Wow. wow. So we started talking and she's like, hey, look, I've got this idea. Why don't we buy some um, arts and crafts from, from, from Liberia, bring them so we can sell them and then have the money, you know, go to, to the organization. And I was like, cool. So Maxine and I went on a, um, a video shopping spree. So I was on um, FaceTime. Um, he was shopping. in Liberia. I was in Liberia yeah. shopping with Maxine. And we shopped and got some <laughs> stuff and I brought it. And I was supposed to be at this pop-up. And unfortunately, I had to go turn around and go right back to Liberia. So I, I, I did a video call into the pop-up. To the, I don't know if you were there at the time. I, I missed it. And um, so I talked to people who were at the pop-up. And... Um, I'm yeah. sure you sold everything too. Um, she sold, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. And I all want goes something back. now. You I didn't know, buy me anything. That's what I should have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Next Sorry, trip. Debbie. So you go. You just came back from Liberia, mm-hmm. and you're Two going back next week. Yeah. How long is that flight? Well, it depends on ro- what route you take. We are going, um, it usually takes about 24, 25 hours, depending on delays, um, wow. because we'll fly from here, Atlanta, Atlanta, um, 
Brussels or Paris. And then um, from Paris, we go down to Timbuktu, <laughs> to Mali. So Mali um, into Bamako and then fly down to Monrovia. Um, but I'm taking a different route this time. We're going through um, New York and Casablanca, which is Morocco. And then so it's about 16, 17 hours um, flying or uh, travel time. It's going to be wow. short. So what is the biggest thing that you Gosh. bring with you when you go over there? To Liberia? Uh-huh. Well, um, <laughs> the last trip we brought 2019 bags because we, we, the school was the first project, so I haven't, I'm knocking the table. So. <laughs> I can't reach you, don't worry. <laughs> it's hard not to do, yeah. So um, our second project actually is at an orphanage. So we, we went um, and adopted this orphanage um, with 56 kids, and we have totally changed um, these kids' lives. Oh, I, mean, I it's, bet. It's, yeah. They would, at, at first, they were only eating like one a meal a day. Now they're getting three meals a day. Um, we, we are, we, we're, we're almost done building this little cafeteria and mess hall for them because at first they would just grab the food and go and sit on rocks and stuff in the yard. And um, we, we get, um, we've, we're building um, a bathroom, a shower facility. Um, at first they would go and, and fetch water from the pump, the hand pump, and take this bucket or whatever to go and Bathe. Wow! Um, they woke up Things at five. We can't uh, yeah, I know. you know, it's and, and and it's crazy because even when I lived in Liberia at the time as a kid, I did not experience you didn't any have of to that. Do that. Yeah. No, because we had running water and electricity and stuff. Oh. So, so it's been that long since the war, and it's still yeah, it's, that it's, far it's behind. So yeah, yeah, that is wow. what I mean. And I'm sorry for the people in Ukraine because it's. <laughs> You know what they're going through. Yeah, and it's going to be uh, a whole lot before they come back to normal. It won't be like next month when the war no, if the war's not. over a month later, they'll no, be back to normal. Not. Yeah, that's not how it works. So, do you have a page yeah. that people can follow you? Yeah, we have our website, um, elitaslegacy.org. Um, it's A L E T H A S L E G A C Y. And uh, we do have a Facebook um, page um, as well. The Facebook page is a lot more active because you see things um, um, like almost daily. Do so you have somebody over there posting? Um, sometimes some people post or sometimes they'll just send me because uh, we have um, uh, a project manager and a liaison officer working there. So we they, they'll send me stuff and I'll post it. Um, or when I go... I mean, I'm a photographer and a videographer, so I, I just do stuff and just post. So you were talking about Maxine may go and teach an art class here. Mm -hmm. If other people wanted to go and work with you while you're there, is that an option? That's a, that's yes, that's a that's a huge possibility, and we're looking actually for people to. Debbie, to, I'm going to Liberia. <laughs> <laughs> we're looking for people to come um, come with. So when I leave next week, I'm going with two individuals, or three. My daughter is coming with me. How old your daughter? Um, 18. Has she been? No. Oh, what an experience oh, really? that will be. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Wow. So we have um, Marsha Hall, who was the, um, the former, who was the former um, CEO of Maddie Kelly. She's going to be coming next week with me. She's going to go visit her, her the daughter that she's sponsoring, the girl. Um, that's going to be, yeah. I already told her, I'm like, you're going to have a camera on you, and you're going to be mic'd up, so just get ready. <laughs> because oh, wow. I, I want to make sure I take But it'll be that. so awesome, because we'll be able to feel it from here, just yeah. from seeing awesome. that. Yeah. 
Oh, I can't wait to follow. Uh, what is your it's biggest? It's hard need? for her to leave though, and not want to bring her oh. with her. So that's you know that's. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, we're already talking to. Um, luckily, the government. Uh, we, we've spoken to the Ministry of Gender and asked them about the possibility of adopting some of these kids because and bringing oh, really? them back to and the U.S. Them, yeah. yeah. <gasps> That would be so, amazing. Um, people who would be interested in adopting their child that they're sponsoring, um, because all of the 56 kids have individual sponsors here in Destin. Yeah, and so their here. parents are out of the picture completely. Completely, yeah. But they all have an adopted parent in Destin. Des- yes. Look at there. A, spon- a sponsor. A sponsor. Not a yeah, yeah. But if they, you're working on if they want yeah. to adopt them and bring them to the U.S., they, yeah. That's, wouldn't that be amazing? Oh, yeah. And so your, the government works well with you. Yeah. That's, yeah. You're they, fortunate with that yeah, part as I well. Am. Yeah. And luckily for me, I have, um, even though I've been out of the country, you know, for over 30 years, I, most of my high school friends and, and um, people who are there are in high positions in the government. Yeah. So all I just need to do is to make a phone call. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. nice. Yeah. That's really, yeah. So what is your biggest need? How, if somebody's listening, they're like, oh, my gosh, I want to help. What is your um, biggest need? You can go to um, our website. There's a button over there where you can either donate, um, set up a monthly donation or just make a donation. Um, and we, we have ongoing projects, so we always need money because even right now, um, to finish the, the orphanage, we still, um, need, I think about $40,000 to complete because we want to fence the whole area and um, change the living quarters as well. On this last trip, the last two trips, we bought brand new beds for them. So we threw away all of the old rickety wooden beds, and uh, we have um, metal bunk beds for them, um, new mosquito nets, and um, we're going to be changing their the roof because um, if you go to our YouTube page or online, you, there are there are documentaries showing um, things that we've done and things that they actually need. Uh, some of them wow. are very horrible. So yeah. Well, what a difference you're making. Yeah. So if someone wanted to donate supplies, you. Like, do you gather supplies here? I know you say when 20 bags one time. Yeah. So obviously, sometimes you do. We do. How do you, how do we get the information? Like, I know this trip's going to be too soon to do it, but on future trips, I'll, if we can work together, I'll post and mm-hmm. see if we can help you with supplies and as well as the finances part of it as we well. We have um, somebody in Atlanta who we, we may be shipping a, a big crate you know, of stuff there so that it gets there. Um, we were hoping to ship it June or July so it gets there by um, Christmas for them. Because oh. this last trip when we went in the fall, we brought um, all of the sponsors, bought Christmas gifts and stuff for the kid. So we had to take those 19, uh, 18 bags because there was supposed to be 20 bags, but we, um, Delta only allowed 18 bags. So we had, we left two behind. Oh, wow. Yes. Can you just make it a bigger bag and put two in? (laughs) (laughs) So that's what happened. That's so nice. That's how we bring the stuff. Yeah. Well, I, 30 minutes is already gone. I just can't believe it's that quick. And I was worried at one time, like, well, what am I going to really have to talk to him about? Well, that was not an issue at all. Not so, at all. In fact, I could listen so much for a more. lot longer. Yeah. I appreciate what you do. And just your talent part already impressed me. Everything that we've talked about today, I mean, it's impressive. And there's so many things going through my head right now. And I feel like I've mainly just sat here and just, like, listened listen to you because it's just. We were like this. Yeah, one thing just leads to another. So. We appreciate what you do. It's awesome that you're going back to your home country and doing what you're doing for those children there. 
So we will definitely stay in touch. Okay. I'll put some connect, uh, links on my website and pages as well that we could hopefully work together. And who knows, we may end up in Liberia. Oh, with that'd be awesome. So, yeah, that'd be awesome. Thank you Good. so much for having. Thank you. Me. Oh, thank you. So, Sandra, what do you think about that? That's just. I want to hear more. I know. I know. We're, will you come back again sometime? I will definitely come. Okay. Back. Okay. Awesome. Good. Perfect. I can't wait to see what our community does I when know. you put those yeah. out there. And it's great that Dustin has done what they've done and, yep. and accepted that. Yeah. So we can spread that all along. I love golf. it. Yeah. All right. Well, good deal. Well, thank you so much. We've enjoyed this, this podcast immensely, and we look forward to seeing you on our next edition. Check out Lux Life Discovered on Facebook and Instagram and on 30a.tv. See you next time on Lux Life Discovered.